0: Good morning. This is Sunday, Ozarks at Large. Heim Goodman-Strauss, a math professor at the University of Arkansas, is back in the studio with me. Good morning. Good morning, Kyle. What do you bring to us in the world of math this well, morning?
1: Uh, one of our listeners wrote and asked if we could do something on something called group theory, which I think, what do you think that is? What's that conjure Group up?
0: theory would sound like, to me, you get a bunch of people together, say 100 or so, and you give them a problem like work out
1: the nation's budget. Right. It doesn't work, does Uh, it? No. (laughs) Well, anyway. Everyone brings their own personal... uh, So a mathematical group is something very, very special. It's not just a set of things. It really has some structure, and it's one of the really, one of the most important ideas in contemporary mathematics. One of the early pioneers in group theory was the famous Galois, who is a very romantic figure in mathematics. Galois? Galois, yeah. Okay. All um, young, you know, say, mathematicians... Younger than say the age of twenty one, you know, sort of fantasize about being the next Galois. I think oh, because really? he died at twenty one. Well, then why would you fantasize about being the next well, one? Well, because before he died, he um, he was he the actually, James Dean of math, kind, kind of me. in okay. a way. Yeah, very much. He uh, actually founded a very important and major branch of mathematics before he died, and he and best of all, he was unrecognized for it mm. until after that. In fact, the way he died was he was um, he was um, apparently shot in a duel.
0: Oh my gosh. Over the honor of
1: a prostitute, and how uh, has this not been made into a movie? Yet? And uh, he was—I'm uh, sure, like most mathematicians, kind of a bad shot to begin with. But he had actually <laughs> stayed up, apparently, the whole night before, you know, writing everything out that he knew. That his mathematical knowledge. Yeah.
0: Wow. So he—he so, uh, kind of had a foreshadowing that this might be his last chance to get something
1: down on paper. Well, he's a smart man.
0: Okay. So what was the branch of mathematics?
1: Oh well, so he founded something. Uh, a particular part of what's called modern algebra, modern abstract algebra, which has no bearing whatsoever on the kind of algebra that most people are taught you know, mm-hmm. through, middle, uh, through high school and wherever. But um, in fact, it's always funny when I teach an abstract algebra course, always at the beginning of the semester you have to explain this is an upper division math course. This isn't college algebra and a few people will get up and leave. <laughs> it's a little hard to explain right now, but this problem that um, – Appeared in Brian Hayes's column in American Scientist uh, mm-hmm. sometime last year. I think is a great illustration of some of the ideas behind group theory and algebra. Okay. Okay? Now, I know that you're a compulsive housekeeper.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like any any good compulsive housekeeper, every six months or so you have to flip the mattress around so that you don't wear a depression in where your head is, right?
0: Yes. Yes, you have to
1: do that. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Or every sure 16 years, you just buy a new mattress. <laughs> plan A or plan B. But go ahead. Yes. So I'm going to flip the mattress every six months.
1: Right. Now, the idea is, you know, if you think about it, there's, actually, there's four ways you can flip the mattress around. I mean, four positions the mattress right, can be Right, because the in. foot could become the head. Foot can become the head. And then you can also turn it over, you know, so the top is the bottom mm-hmm. and then rotate it one more time. Right. So now the question is, well, if you think about it, that's how are you going to keep track of what you did last time? I mean, if you want to do this sort of systematically, you want some sort of simple, easy to remember thing that you don't really have to know. Like you could say, "Okay, this year I'm going to rotate it 180 degrees, and the next year I'm going to flip it end to end." And the year you can make a chart, I suppose. Yeah, but that's a little too. Yes, that's a little too compulsive (laughs) even for you, right? So, (laughs) yeah. So you just want to have one thing that you can do each time that you can. All you have to do is remember that this time I say. Every time, I just sort of flip it and rotate it, flip it and rotate it, flip it and rotate it. And and, um, you want to go through all four positions over the course of two years.
0: Does this count like putting an X somewhere on the bed? Like, okay, from in winter, 08, I want the red X at the top, and then
1: I want... well. so that's an interesting and important point. Mm-hmm. The way that um, Brian Hayes initially posed the problem is just something like we have a single instruction, flip and rotate, mm-hmm. flip and rotate. And the question is, can you do it? Or if you can't, why not? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And, um, but another variation came out from readers that wrote in, which is, okay, maybe you could put a Post-it note somewhere. Exactly. And not write anything on the Post-it note, like, in you know, March, mm-hmm. you know. I now will rotate and flip, and then cross right. that out. But rather, just some sort of simple procedure that involves moving a marking around, like you always flip and rotate, so that the post-it note moves to one end. You know that kind of right. business.
0: Okay, and, and we're assuming that this mattress, I mean, looks exactly the same. This both is a size. mathematically
1: ideal mattress.
0: I think we've coined a new term. Okay, so next week you can tell us how this is? Or? Yeah, that's
1: right. We'll talk about it. And uh, please send in your comments, questions, answers to mathfactor at uark.edu, or you can check out the website, mathfactor.uark.edu, and we'll talk to you next week.
0: Thank you, I'm